Um, just pardon me while my entire house is rocked by. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna oh, ask, what is thunder? Hey, that's I'm watching. Thunder? I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm watching as the thunder is louder than my voice on a recording. I, no, I like Alex was talking and the thunder was louder than him, and I was like, um. Is Aaron being attacked by like monster trucks? What's going on over there? <laughs> I was like, is that Grave Digger? Grave Digger. <laughs> it's there. just Bigfoot at the Silver Dome. It's just one of them. Bigfoot, seven o'clock at Aaron's house. Tuesday, Tuesday, oh. Tuesday. Three, two, one. Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down. Do not relent. Straight at the Scarlet Halls and joining the Rust Bolt Resistance. I'm Slide Whistle. I am Immunization. And I'm Aaron. But because we're in Mechagon, it's like four four R zero N. Lead speak. Hello. I am a citizen of Mechagon. <laughs> Beep bop. Look at my limbs. They're all robotic. Beep, beep, Except beep. for a pinky. Because we would never force full robotization. You know, just uh, keeping themselves a weird human being where they only have, like, a torso and a head and the rest is all just chosen robotics. Oh, you know it. It's going to be hard picking sexiest of the week when all those little bean babies are so hot. Mm, just pick me up like a little nugget, daddy. There is so much to talk about, so much to cover. Boy, oh boy, I don't even know where to start. I mean, I guess we can start with what we did in WoW. I don't know. I kind of want to riff about everything. Because <laughs> like, when we, we, we played last, I feel like we've done so fucking much. Yeah, considering we played, what, like the day after the patch came out? And now here we are six days later, and it's like a completely new game. Yeah, it feels... Like, a lot longer than only six days has passed. I feel like I've just been grinding away at getting my rep up in both these regions, making sure I do as much of the dailies I can do every single day to make mm-hmm. it make it to my goal. And time has just flown by, I felt like, but it's only been six days, so I'm really conflicted about how long it's been. <laughs> Before we get into... No, no fuck it. Uh, Aaron, what'd you do well this week? Um, This week, you know, I was just tooting around the two... Uh, new zones, Najatar and Mechagon. This week I took a more of a look at Mechagon, though in Najatar I did get the pirate hat with the bandage in front of it, Ooh. which is the coolest motherfucking hat ever, or at least in recent memory. However, it has brought an intense test of faith because, oh no. oh like no. Slide last week, I finally have a cool hat and I can't see it. Because of Nazoth's blessing. Well, I mean, I guess at least all the non-believers know that you have this hat. The flex is yes, real. that's very true. And it's a wonderful looking hat. I just long for the day that I can actually see it. But <laughs> I didn't pledge my allegiance again last week for nothing. I'll stand with my zaddy. The biggest flex of all is flexing your hat to Nazoth, you know? Us, you and the other (laughs) nine non-believers, or you and the other nine believers out there, we're standing with you. That was the main thing. And then I got the rest of the outfit, but it all pales in comparison to the hat. 
Yeah, the hat is definitely the best part. <laughs> Immune, what did you do this week in the world of Warcraft? Yeah, so as I had previously said, I was just doing a lot of the dailies in both of the two new zones. I didn't even play an alt at all. I have also caught up a bit on the war campaign, which we'll get into later. I finished the Bane cinematic part of the war campaign. So yeah, Slide, how about you? I've been doing what I do best, chasing that rep, grinding it out. I want flying so bad now. I have about 10k honors for Najatar, so I only need to get two more k rep to get revered with them. Rustbolt's a little different story. I'm about like four and a half k with them now, like maybe 5k. So I have about like 8k to go before I can fly. But I feel like it's pretty easy, and I've been missing a lot of stuff to get more rep. Mm-hmm. I ran my Mythic Island cap yesterday because I also was essence chasing. I'm sitting at six essences right now. Dang! What do you guys got? What are your What's your essence count? I have not received even an- another one. I'm still sitting pretty at three. Yeah, same here. I have not received any additional essences. I only have three. But I have something to say about this matter. Ooh! I am very pissed off. And I do not understand why when you search through your bags and type in essence, none of them show up. And when you go to the actual chamber of the heart where your mother is with all the essences and you click on it to load a new essence, none of the new essences in your bag light up. I mean, I know it's just me like complaining for something being like a minor inconvenience, but like it took me a while to sort through everything to even find the essence that I had to load still. And I don't understand. They can do it for the scrapper. They like when you're scrapping, it highlights things that are able to be scrapped. And I feel like many other assets in the game do this. So why are my essences not able to be found? Ian, Ian, are you out there? I I don't know how to find you, but I know that they do have like a gold trim, and I think the lettering is different. But it's one of those ones where like it's almost the scene out of American Psycho, where like normal items are white. And the text for an essence is like dry bone, like a slight deviation on white. So it's like, just make them yellow or something. Make it like legendary, since we don't have legendaries now. Make it like that where it's like, it's big and it's orange and it's obvious. So that you, yeah, you don't have to like, especially because they're weird things. Like Jaina gave me like a door handle and she's like, (laughs) she winked at me like, this is, this is the key champion. It's like, make it something obvious or make it orange. Yeah, so I was trying to sort through all the things in my bags, which my bags are a mess. That's a whole nother story. But yeah, so I'm like, is this farting fish here in essence? Is this doorknob the <laughs> essence? Wish. Oh man, please, Blizzard, make farting fish in essence. We need to have this in our <laughs> life. But yeah, that's my biggest complaint so far about 8.2. So I guess if that's the biggest one, that's not that bad. Oh man, we need... We need- Blizzard, we guys about these bags, man. These bags are uh, looking pretty bad. I don't know if you need to give us uh, like a bigger Regent Bank or what, but from Mechagon just takes up all your bag space, which is like cogs and springs and and coils. And I don't know, like, do I keep this? Do I use this? What is this for? Am I gonna need this later? Probably. I've had to turn my cogs into safe boxes just because there's so many goddamn cogs. <laughs> I'm like, this is the only way, and I guess there's no reason to just keep them loose, but I'm like, that's really lame that I have to walk over there because we can't fly yet. 
walk over there to go craft on Pascal just because my bags are full because he gave me too many nuts. Yeah, I, I felt a little dumb because just yesterday I realized that you could go from making a supply crate back into the spare parts. So, like, there's real, really no reason, as you just said, to have them as the spare parts if you don't need to. Mm -hmm. Well, if you feel pretty dumb, then I feel really dumb because I didn't think about that until just now. <laughs> yeah, I looked I, at oof. the thing and I'm like, there's no, because that's the only thing that takes spare parts. I'm like, there's no reason not to do this, right? I guess the only reason you wouldn't want to is if you were to put them into a box and keep that box in your bank, because then you mm -hmm. can open the box for the resources if you needed to like do like a project completion, I guess would be the only problem. But I admit it's a pretty small <laughs> issue rather than having a bag full of shit. <laughs> there have been a lot of hot fixes that have come through. And one of them is pretty important. We talked about Battle of Najatar last time. They have made changes to it, and I don't know if it's going to be good or bad, but I'm leaning bad. What are these changes? So Blizzard came out, basically, and they I think they kind of agreed that there's a problem with sharding uh, in war mode in Najatar. Boy, and there really has been. I felt it. <laughs> I know that the three of us are probably the biggest Alliance war mode stands there are. Like, I know, personally, I haven't really ever felt the need to turn it off until now yeah man shit's been rough we were playing war mode when it was pretty bad in Coltiris. like it, it can get pretty scary but there was felt there was always still people backing us up but i feel like in in Nashatar, there's it's truly back to the way it used to be where it's fucking up and it's sharding people incorrectly and i think it has to do with people realm hopping when they're losing the battle when it spawns every three hours so I think when it, every three hours when it pops up, if you're, like, losing the battle, they automatically just hop onto, like, Group Finder, and they find groups that are winning. How do I know this? Because I've been doing this for the past week. Because <laughs> it's so much <laughs> easier. And it's either I'm on a shard where I'm completely losing, or on one where I'm completely winning. So the Horde and Alliance are both going to separate servers, or separate shards, where their faction's winning, and they're just stacking up in there. And no one's fighting, basically. It's kind of fucked up. And I don't know if this is, like, it's probably related to the issue that Amir's been having where he's been getting his shit. Like, I've been watching him play, like, when he solos. It's brutal. Yeah, I've... My, my worst one I've experienced is there was this one sort of intro quest, or maybe it was a daily quest in Mechagon, where you had to first talk to Chromie and see, like, a vision of, like, an alternate timeline future of Mechagon, or maybe it's just the actual future of Mechagon. I don't remember exactly what the quest deck said. But anyways, you're phased here. It's, like, a whole nother version of Mechagon, and I just needed to kill this one NPC. And I was, you know, by myself, and these Horde, this group, two groups of Horde, so there are, like, six to eight of them, just camping this NPC, they didn't need to kill it anymore, just to make sure that no alliance could kill it. That's incredibly obnoxious. And because of the shard you were around, you probably, there was no one to even help you. Because it was you and, like, another party, right? And you just had to just disperse? Yeah, yeah, I would, no, that was actually a different time you're thinking of. There were a few oh, other, God. there were a few other alliance in this, it's, is it instanced or no? The chromie thing in Mechagon. No, I it's have, not. I have never even heard of that, so okay. I know nothing about Man, it. This is the thing that, that fucks me up about like Mechagon and Outstart, is that there's so much shit that you just find. And we, I learned, we fucked up 
for alternate Mechagon. When you're there, you can kill more bosses that are only spawn there. And I think when you're there, you can learn a toy or an engineering toy that transports you back there to do more rep and more dailies. I can't ever go back there until I find out how to get this fucking toy. So it's not instance. It's just a separate Mechagon that you can also farm rares in. Oh, is there a way to get there when Chromie isn't up? Because I feel like she's only been up one day this week. There's like a Mechagon alternate future time transporter but i think you can only get it if you kill the rusty prince who's a world boss that only spawns there so we guess wait for chromie so far is all we know i see so just to get back to what i was talking about before there's just so much talk about that we're going to keep getting off track but the battle for <laughs> shard change that was made was that now when you're playing and you're on your shard if there are not even enough numbers for horde and alliance on that shard then the battle won't happen. And instead, the PvE huh. battle will happen, so like the non-war mode one will pop up. So I'll never get to play the battle for Nazatar again. Right? these Alliance boys are never coming out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, that, isn't that, that's, it's fucked up, isn't it? That's stupid. I, yeah, no, it's... <laughs> when you have a baseball game, and one team is like 28 years old, and the other team is Wee. The solution is not to be like, well, I guess we just won't play baseball anymore. <laughs> yeah, instead of fucking, let's go bowling like losers. <laughs> this also means that the Horde don't get to either, right? Correct. And I think that's probably why they're doing it. I bet you they're finding that the Horde, more often than not, are receiving more rewards. They're probably receiving more commendations than the Alliance are, if I had to guess. But so there's probably an imbalance and they're realizing that they have to close it until they can fix the issue with the sharding again but it's really unfortunate i mean i was having fun like i i would shard hop to other shards but sometimes i would find the fights war even and it i was put on a nice even one and it, and it was a nice back and forth push but that's only because there was a shard hopping group on your shard yeah so i think what happened was two raids happened to shard onto each other i had one where it was legitimately we're pretty sure it was three separate 40-man raids fighting each other. Six 40-man raids on one shard. Like, like there wow. were a lot of people. Like, we had a humongous clash, and, like, every, like everything was lagging. Like, no, I, what, what, like, I was firing a fireball, and nothing was moving. So maybe they wanted to fix that as well, because it was fucked up. <laughs> but it, it felt really epic, and it felt cool, and I we also won that one, so it felt even better. I do hope the mode comes back, because... I've done two in the week since, and both times we got our shit pushed in. But it'd be like, if that was happening 60% of the time, the other 40% was very fun. Kind of going back and forth, stealing zones, going around. So it was a fun mode. I just feel like they need to do something to make it where like both teams are on an even playing field. I hope it comes back soon. I, I agree. It was one of my favorite things during the first few days that we experienced during the patch release. It was really fun. And as Slide was saying, it, it just felt epic. It felt like a world PvP version of a battleground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, and I feel like we three, we, we turned some tides out there. Like, we, we were doing hella mm -hmm. damage. 
Yeah, there are the three of us holding a point against, like, eight whores. Well, it's funny because everyone's so dumb. They're like, oh, that holy priest. Let's fuck the holy priest up. Meanwhile, you have two fire mages who we're, me and Aaron are literally counting down our greater pyroblast. So we're, <laughs> so we're like, ready, go. And then we, as, when, it, when we say go, we're casting for like eight seconds. So like the go is so delayed. Yeah, because like the combo of your two greater pyroblasts and my really strong like chastised stun, it will pro- basically one hit KO whoever we choose. Yeah, and then you have our, our, our Heart of Azeroth powers, which has been a great rework. It just, everything feels really good right now. Like, I love how everything feels. And before we go to Mechagon, real quick, I found a quest that I have not seen documented anywhere on Wildhead. I have not seen this come up as a world quest. I found a cave. If you have TomTom, go to the coordinates 26.71.33.91. What are these? Are they, wait, you said this is a Nagitar? Yeah, in Nagitar. 26.71, 33.91. I was just hanging out in Bloodfin Village, and I just walked to a cave, and there was a, a purple pylon on the ground. It was called, like, Arcane Crystal, and it didn't have a quest around it, and nothing was associated with it. So then I, I, I clicked on it, and it didn't work. So I didn't know what was happening. I killed a snail on the wall, and I don't know if it was related or not, but this snail had 48... 100 health so it didn't die instantly or thousand 48,000 health and so i killed the snail then clicked on the crystal and then it worked and so i don't know if that's related or a bug and that stupid ass purple ghost puzzle boy who comes out for the puzzle quests the mm-hmm. um the one where you can't cross the lines he was like thief you looters would never take my prize and i literally sat there and i played a rhythm game where i pressed one two and three to destroy, <laughs> to destroy like weird energy crystals that were shooting at me, and I didn't know what was happening at first, but I, I got the hang of it, and it was very much like a one, two, three, three, two. Like it was a fun rhythm game, and, and then I I beat it, and then he gave me a chest, and when I looted the chest, it gave me like gold and rep and some other weird item that I'm not sure how to use. So I'm not sure if this is known. I'm not sure if I missed this somehow and like on the internet, but. If you go to 26.71, 33.91, go to that cave, check it out, and let me know if I'm crazy for not seeing this before. But yeah, I just wanted to get that out there to the world. Speaking of strange wow. items in strange secret items in Najatar, I was killing random mobs when I don't know if you guys have gotten this and gotten rid of it. I received the encrusted coin. That motherfucker. The text is like you received a coin that is deeply valued but there could be a curse on it. And that is Eep. the most effective curse ever. Every two minutes, I get hit with things like reduce your health by 15%, reduce what? damage by 30%. I'm like, what? And it doesn't tell you. I, I talk to so many people. I'm so cursed. Like one of it is like slowed by 15%. And I'm like, please, I want to give this away. And apparently you have to sell it to a Tortolan at a very specific point that I can't find. What the fuck? I'm still, I'm still so cursed. So, so you can't just vendor it or just like destroy no, it. The, the, what? No, you can't, the, the only thing you can do with it, I'm pretty sure, is to sell it to this NPC who I can't find. So, like, I can't do anything because I'll be winning, and all of a sudden it's like thirty mm, percent damage reduction. What the hell? Wait, where, where, where? Like, I, I've never heard of this before. 
it's just off of a mob and it's only when you're in Najatar. So I just haven't been in Najatar lately, which is why my boy level is so low. I'm like, until I get like a video tutorial of where to go, I'm not going back. I don't want to die. Damn. I fucking, I love this expansion. Like, I mean, sorry, this patch. It's not even an expansion. It's a patch. I love this patch. Um, but okay, this is supposed to be a, a Mechagon themed episode. So I guess we can. <laughs> yeah, we can that. dedicate the, the back nine to Mechagon. Hold on, let, let me get my Mecha suit. And as we get as we get dressed, we should talk about what we did in raid last week. We did nothing. We didn't do we it. Didn't raid. No raid last week. But a bunch of people came back, and we might be raiding again this week before Ajara's Palace comes out. We'll see. Um, yeah, they uh, Lin post, or maybe it was Faye. Somebody, one of somebody in the guild posted a thing saying we're raiding tonight, and I'm like, um. I don't know. I'm not. I don't think I am. <laughs> I think I'm gonna fucking just uh, hang out in Mechagon and say uh, next week, please. <laughs> See you then. I, I've got reps to grind. I've got I've got rares to kill. So to get back on track, I guess we can go back to the beginning of Mechagon because we never talked about a few things. First off, I don't think we mentioned the comic that Blizzard released. <gasps> that kind of gave some background lore to Mechagon. So, yeah, what was going on in that comic? I ask in a tone of voice that makes it sound like I read it. I didn't do Wait, my homework. I forgot. You didn't read the comic? I Aww. forgot. I didn't do my homework. Yo, that comic is so fucking good. You would, oh my god, go read it right now while I talk about it. Can do. It's super, super dark. It's hard to see. It's so dark. It makes it makes gnomes a viable fucking threat, and I love it. I think one of the most lit parts about this comic is that the main character of it is actually an NPC that we saw previously in the game. I don't know if you remember, but in the, yeah, in the Tears Card Sound region, um, in the little like mechanical area, which is like a preview that Mechagon was coming, there was this gnome explorer who was kind of wandering around a giant the giant gate there and he's like mechagon has to be close mm -hmm. it has to be like the entrance is here or something like that but yeah he is the main character in this comic is his name like curvos curvos yeah curvo the adventurer or something like that yo curvo was an old man who's looking real bad like because like he how does he find it he basically crafts some kind of compass decides to make a plane and then fly it in the direction that he thinks that mechagon is in and then he hits like a stormy patch and crash lands on the shores of mechagon king mechagon seems like a fucking like scary ass threat like this motherfucker does not care about anybody but himself and making people fucking robots right because his goal is to return gnomes back to their original state which is mecha gnomes yeah because before the gnomes were struck well, as everyone was struck with the curse of the flesh, they said. Yeah, that's that's what it's called. Because it turned dwarfs and humans and gnomes all fleshy yeah. and icky. Yeah, because like humans were turned from what like like the Vicro people into the into humans and the yeah, yeah, and yeah. the dwarves were turned from stone, right? Yes, yes, mm -hmm. that is correct. But so basically, this whole comic is just like show. It's it sets up King Mechagon and how like. 
he operates. Because this guy is just casually parading around Kervos, like around town, like, hey everybody, look at this old, frail gnome. This this is going to be you if you don't submit to mechanization. Like, you, you, like your lungs are going to grow old. and you Because like, like, the poor guy was like coughing and wheezing and stopping for his breath. In his defense, it was because he just crashed onto the island in the middle of a storm, but also he is a little bit older. So, basically, King Megagon was parading him around and saying, this is the effects of age. I say, I'm reading through it now, yeah, and then he brings him up, and he's like, hey, I think you guys are neat. And he's like, okay, and then he turns into a, him into a big robot. That part was weird. I didn't understand, because the, the prince, the prince Megagon is basically trying to be like, yo, my dad sucks, like, fuck him. It looks like it wasn't even like, hey, help me. It's just like, you gotta go, man. You were vastly unprepared. The prince, who eventually is going to lead the resistance, saw that King Mechagon, his main plan was to use this giant, like, basically machine that instantly turns somebody from a normal, like, fleshy gnome into a mecha gnome, as opposed to everyone else there has to have, like, their arm chopped off and replaced with a robot arm, like, one piece at a time. And Mm -hmm. his ultimate plan was to somehow, I don't know, Skynet-style, like, zap the entire world. I guess, do we, wait, do they say that? Do we know that his plan is, like, what he's using? Yeah, no, he said that they needed to perfect this tool before they use it to mechanize the entire world. And that's why they were using Curvo as a test subject. So, like, after they turned Curvo into a full-ass mechanome, they realized that it failed because, like, he wasn't really sentient after he was zapped. So they they were like, oh, we'll make a few adjustments before we use this again. It's... I just... It's... I feel like they're really, really making a case for mechanomes as an allied race. Because before it was, like... They have no lore, they're brand new, they're just robot gnomes. But like now we're kind of getting a really cool insight about like how everything operates. Like they're setting mm-hmm. up the then they be an actual villain, not just like a hey, I'm a tiny man, I'm gonna get ya. It's like a well, hey, I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm interested to see because during the PTR, when we clicked on Mechanome and we went to the model viewer, when you went to the final boss, King Mechagon, it was just him. And as much as I'm sure he's going to get in a giant robot or a giant spider walker or something scary, I think I'm really living for like a Metal Gear Solid 4, like on top of the super weapon, like, just fight me, the man. <laughs> Watch out for my robot punch. Ugh. I would love that. <laughs> it just, it like, it could be a multi-tier battle where like you fight the legs of a giant robot. Then he falls down and you get a famous like nipple punching fight. And then, like, the, the final thing is, like, you jump up to the head of the robot, and he's like, it's just me up here! You're nipple ready to get punching. whooped! <laughs> I just love the term nipple-punching fight. It just sounds so... <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's canon at this point. Every, I'm coming for those raid, nipples! Every good dungeons gotta have a good nipple-punching fight, where you fight some big guy's abdomen. I thought that the comic set up very nicely for where the intro quest even began. Because it begins in the same spot that Kuros was trying to get inside, right? Like, it's the same, like, yeah. big fog area. Yeah, and you basically start on the beach where he assumedly crashed as well. Which I feel boo-boo the fool, because I definitely... I mean, granted, I didn't do Mechagon in the PTR, so I'm the last to know. But you get in the big door, and then stuff happens, and then you leave it. And it's like, we have to fly to a different island. 
didn't you read the didn't you read the quest, Aaron? I'm like, oh, because I was yeah. like, is Gun I was like, is Mechagon going to be underneath the the earth somehow? <laughs> like, this is this is the entrance, and it's definitely just like a hallway with one room. Yeah, I guess we can get into that next because we didn't talk about the intro quest to Mechagon either. Which was also really interesting because we got to see two of our favorite characters, um, Safi and Grizzik again. Hey. And Cogmaster Overspark. Everyone's hey, favorite. Hey, excuse me. Card. First of all, it's Tinkmaster Overspark. Thank you very twink much. Twinkmaster Overspark. Ooh, no, he's too old. He's more of a twink. <laughs> I'm Bear Master Overspark. <laughs> I have a lot of hair underneath these. He goggles. does have a lot of hair. He has a huge beard. So yeah, I think he's now officially Bear Master Overspark. <laughs> you would think I'm an otter because I'm so small. No, he's too old to be an otter. Um, uh, but Tinkmaster is fucking, uh, I mean, he's always been kind of crazy in Office Rocker, but he just seems even more so this time. I feel like he's just, like, he wants nothing more than to be on this island with, with Himahigan. It seems like almost Curvo-style, like, gnomes being driven, like, to the edge of insanity by meeting this guy. And, like, we see a lot of death as, like, the main champions of Azeroth, but it, I was still shook when, like, he just so carelessly had his people killed and they're like oh yeah okay and then he literally gave you a quest to go find replacement people while he wrote letters to the dear ones of the people who died you know those letters sucked <laughs> i also felt i felt really weird during that because during that whole scene i was a gnome and i didn't think anything about like other playable races so i'm just like oh yeah i'm a gnome so i'm safe and then aaron was like oh man that was crazy and i was like wait a minute How'd you survive? You're a warden. <laughs> because from my end, it was just us gnomes that survived. You know what I mean? But for you guys, it was like me plus gnomes. They basically address it as it being like, oh, you just got lucky that it was to the, the machines were turned off before it killed you, the last one that survived. I also, my favorite fun fact was I didn't look around enough in my patented Aaron style. So I just turned around and I saw the dead human woman and I'm like, yeesh. They didn't like her. Oh. <laughs> and then, like, as I started leaving the tunnel, I saw the dwarf body and the night elf body. I was like, oh, oh, no, they're all dead. <laughs> Aaron is so good at missing. Because, like, he'll get a quest, and he'll be like, quest, except I'm out of here. I ain't reading your shit. I, I swear I read it, too, but I must, like, read with, like, 70% efficiency. This is this is Tinkles the dog all over again. <laughs> oh, no, not Tinkles. Have you found my dog? No, no, not not that one. The no, the the one where it's like her dog ends up being the Culturians. Yeah, yeah the dog Tar. ends up being a ghost, and you guys are like oh, so powerful. One. And I was like, it was just a ghost. <laughs> the fucking Drustbar puppy. Have you found my dog? R.I.P. That kid. Miss you. I was saying, is you. he banned from being a sexiest NPC of the week for being an actual deceased child? No, yeah, I think he is, but we we can talk highly about him because like that's fucking sick that you know he's he's the only one. Yeah. So anyway, so we follow him over Spark and his insanity, and we we just fly casually eighty feet to Mecha. Oh, it's not eighty feet. Oh, bitch! This is way more than eighty saying, feet. <laughs> that's five real world minutes. Like literally. I ate dinner in the time it, oh. took, it takes me to fly there. Girls, <laughs> girls, come on! I like got up, took a long ass shit, and came back, and I was still almost there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and that was a double dunker for sure. <laughs> first of all, if if you're a mage 
set your hearts on the Mechagon. Done. Yep. Because Done. We, you know, <laughs> I only and did that flight twice, and I'm like, fuck that. I did it once. And if you're not a mage, all you have to do is go to Stormwind, get in the guild that's high enough, and buy those cloaks, and just buy three of them. And then set your hearts on the Mechagon, and then you can Stormwind cloak back to the mage tower, and then walk through Boralus, and then walk through <laughs> Nashatar. It's faster than flying, <laughs> trust me. What, 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 what about me? Buy the cloaks! You're part of the Buy the Cloaks group. Or or get that nice 390 ring from the uh, alliance vendor guy. Oh, that would actually cut out one whole step. Oh, yeah, that's actually a good idea. It just takes you back to Borealis. Yeah, I didn't realize how important that ring could be until I realized how long it fucking takes you to fly to Mechagon. <laughs> yeah, that ring, that ring actually might be the best thing because, think about it, three cloaks when you have Mechagon items in your bag? Uh-uh, who has pace for that? <laughs> not me i have mechagon items i have spare bolts oh my god i so at, when i first got mechagon on the ptr i kind of felt bummed because it felt lame it felt like it was just a big old trash island and there was nothing to do there and after spending a week there i fucking love mechagon let me clarify it's still a trash island but <gasps> Just in the sense that, like, it's literally a bunch of trash heaps, but there are a lot of cool things to do, and it reminds me a lot of how much fun we used to have in Tanan Jungle, hunting all down all these rares, and it, it just is so unique that there's so many different rares that are summoned in different ways, that drop different things, and everyone's camping these different things. Well, I will say that about 90% of the people at any given time are camping Rust Feather. Oh, man. I love that you mentioned the, the Tanan Jungle. Because, because this is way easier. Remember how long it took for Doomroller to spawn? And I was like, guys, Doomroller's <laughs> up. We have to go kill we the gotta, big we tank got, we on We gotta wheels. get oil. It's Doomroller for our oil and our... And we have to crush <laughs> the medallion of the Legion to get our rep. <laughs> Except you don't crush it. You sell that shit for 4K and get rich. Oh, I still am living off of the money I made from selling those medallions in Draenor. That is the only way I'll ever find how to make auction house money. I've tried so many other methods and I failed so hard. I missed my medallions of the Legion. Department. I don't know. Maybe we should still try to sell these medallions. <laughs> Someone's buying them. If, if even just to crush something crush, in their hands. Crush you, because like you literally you just crush it in your hands to gain like fifteen k rep. No, fifteen k oh, is yeah. a lot. The the text when you do it it says you crush in like all caps the medallion of the legion and then it's like and everyone claps. How many other people do you think had a crushing the medallion of the legion meme <laughs> with their friend group? Um... I'm gonna guess very little. <laughs> you know what? We're 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 odd ducks. We are <laughs> with our Draenor memes. I would like to say that we are probably the premier Draenor meme squad. <laughs> Or at least that make nice memes about it. So Mechagon, when you first get there, is probably one of the most annoying, confusing, overwhelming things you could ever be presented with. You get there, and you have a bunch of quests to do. You're you're in war mode still, because unlike me, you haven't turned it off yet, and you didn't realize how much of a hassle it's going to be with it on. Mechagon is the only place I'll go where I will turn off war mode because you can't get anything done there unless you're in a big raid group and in war mode because it's hell. It's so small. Everyone's bodies are just 
pressed up so close to each other that there's nothing nothing can happen other than just people fighting. It's a big fight island. But if you keep war mode on, you get to see what is my favorite part of Mechagon. Uh, the main city in which everyone doesn't fight each other because if you so much as accidentally right-click on someone, security will come and beat your ass in. <laughs> They'll <laughs> net you. Just four big boys will come and just start stomping you. So there's a weird feeling of, like, you're just sort of going around with 50,000 hordes, like, oh, don't mind me. And... Everyone participates in my favorite fun meme. You make yourself really big, and then you just stand next to vendors, and you, <laughs> and you hope and you pray that someone <laughs> accidentally clicks you. Come on, come on, click me, come on, click me. <laughs> come on, come on, bought me for 100. <laughs> and then you see people like look at you, and all of a sudden, like a Jerry Springer security robot comes out of nowhere and manhandles him. It's like, oh, you clicked me. And then you follow them outside of town, and then you kill them. <laughs> that's, that's what you do. But the real pro tip is to have war mode off when you are on Mechagon, because I do not know if there are any real benefits of having it on. As much nope. of a war mode stand as I am, yeah, you definitely, there's no reason to have it on Mechagon. I just... Because, like, a, a lot of it, for me, is flying to different rares and killing those rares. And the only issue is, is that these rares can't be tagged by both Horde and Alliance. Only one. So it creates this huge fucking fights where one person will tag it for one faction. And then the Alliance is like, well, the Horde have it. Let's kill the Horde. Or let's just wait. And then you wait. And then you tag it. And then the Horde kills you. So it's just... It feels like a big lose-lose. Yes, as much as I hate to admit it, I I always have to make a stop before Stormwind before I go there. Nashatar, I do keep it on, but yes. that's because it's like twice as big. Yeah, there's so much more space and there's so many ways to like escape. Mechagon, there's nowhere to fucking hide. You can't hide anywhere. There's no easy escape routes. And then like you run from the horde. Oh, and hey, what's this? 85 robots are going to also kick your ass. No, please. So Mechagon is a very polarizing place, So I and I've heard lots of good things, lots of bad things, so I'm interested. What are you guys', for lack of a better phrase, tops, bottoms, what's your favorite thing and least favorite thing about Mechagon? I think what I love the most about Mechagon is general chat. General chat has been some of the nicest, friendliest people, and I'm so surprised that they're playing World of Warcraft. Because we all know how trade chat goes, we all know how, like, gen chat in certain areas goes, it's just not good. But if you ask a question in Mechagon general chat, somebody will answer you. Because uh, everyone's just sitting around waiting, waiting for rares. People actually communicate through gen chat. I've had, like, tw 20 good conversations just casually out in the open. I will also say, though, that there have been at least two, three, maybe four occasions where in general chat somebody who was trolling said that Rust Feather spawned when they did not. <laughs> when they did not, in fact, spawn. And that, my friends, is homophobic. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> though, let me tell you, I already have the Rust Feather jetpack blueprint, so I can fly whenever I want, baby. I'm zooming out there, because all these rares drop in blueprints, I love it. Oh, wait. I have to do a bad thing that I don't like about it. 
Um, I would say I probably dislike not having the jetpack because trying to get <laughs> once from... you have it, there's no point to not. You feel like less of a human or Morgan Draenei. Yeah, because trying to get from one rare to another is so hard, and people are so impatient. Like, I get it. We all want to kill the rares because we all, we, some people have been camping the rares for like a good 40 minutes. So they camp the rare, it spawns, and they, 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 they unload on it. They do all their damage to kill it. And I'm flying like, please, wait, wait for me. I'm, I'm coming. And then <laughs> no, I land. No, 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 no. And then I land and then I, I watch it do it's like, oh, I'm dead. And I'm like, fuck me. What a waste of my time. Yeah, I, I will piggyback on what you just said. And I will say that my top of Mechagon is the jetpack itself. And I think they should just go ahead and make it like a mount that everyone can have eventually. Please make it a mount. Mm-hmm. I don't even need the fucking double jump. Just let me fly around because my pose as a gnome is so cool. I want to keep that shit. Yeah, so that's my top of Mechagon. And I would say my bottom of Mechagon is... Along the lines of what Slide was saying, people who do not communicate when rare spawns in chat, or if they do, they're like, oh, hey, this thing's almost dead. I'm like, well, thanks. Like, if it's almost dead, I won't make it there in time. Bitch, what are you doing? The worst is when you find a rare yourself, and it has 1% health. And I'm like, what are you fuckers doing? Why don't you call it the rare? <laughs> no one said. Like, what are you six? It greedy. Greedy. <laughs> greed just just say that all caps greedy and slash s it's the only thing you can do what about you aaron you asked the question but i'm gonna ask you what are your top well you know what mech? you guys have cleared the cream off the top so now we're at the true shit oh, the best shit. feature and the worst feature i'll start with the worst the worst feature is the drop rate on mechanical giblets I don't want to stand. I don't want to sit there for fifty minutes to do that world quest, especially when it's one of three. <laughs> Preach. That thing is so hard. You have to get like fifty, and you're oh. killing trogs, and they might drop like two. Yeah, that's a lot of trogs. <laughs> I feel that. Also, what is a mechanical giblet? I've done the quest. A giblet can't be mechanical. That's not how that works. <laughs> And the ultimate, the best thing, better than the jetpacks, better than the dungeon, better than the sense of community oh girl, that apparently be, Mechagon this better be fucking is, good. is the minifigure fighting arena! <laughs> Come meet me outside of Rust Belt with your minifigures. Roadtrog and I are undefeated. We will meet if, you, yeah, and we will you. beat you. If you see Growlina, fucking ignore her. She cheats. I don't know what she's feeding her fucking minifigures, but apparently they can beat all of mine. I hate it. Just one. Just one of her. Growlina cheats. Uh. <laughs> That's why she won't be on this episode, because she's in jail. So if, you, if you're not aware, if you get the minifiguring toy set, the main, the minifig toy base and like a bunch of little, little minifig characters, if you and somebody else put them close close enough, they'll just start fighting like weird oh is it like that star wars game they play in the first star wars like the like the the holographic chess game it's kind of like that only it takes like four times as long 
it takes and, so yeah, there's, long. <laughs> there's no fun animations. You're lucky to maybe get your guy vaguely move their arm. So you're, yeah. <laughs> your two are vaguely moving your arms next to each other until someone falls down. There's no animations. Later. There's no damage or health indicator. So you have no idea who's winning until someone just dies. So I, I had an idea. That, that is should... my World of Warcraft classic. It's ugly. <laughs> it's simple. It's broken. And I loved it. And I've been complaining that I've wanted it for 10 years. Amin, have you gotten the toy set yet? I have not. I, on a few occasions, have jealously watched you two battle and Grolina win every time, <laughs> but that's fine. Mm. It takes so long. Why do fights take seven minutes? <laughs> what am I watching? <laughs> Road trog, baby! I will say, though, one other slight bottom of Mechagon, and probably Nagitar as well, is I feel like until this patch so i don't know if it's a bug or if they intended it but in the current game i have gotten dismounted by like random like like not even very strong enemies just hitting me with like not even a special attack just like physical damage Oh, oh, so now you fucking understand my horrible no. yeah, plight no, from it, last week? Yeah, no, so the, th- it did I, not... I got dropped by a sea slug yesterday, and I was like, a yellow sea slug? Yeah, this did, this did not affect me last week when Slide was complaining about it, but then it, it just crept right on in this week and got me. You know what's great is that it hasn't happened to me, so I think you guys just, it just I moved my curse to you guys. So for the the mechanic that, like, uh, was that, that days. That's when you're dazed, right? No, because there's dazed and dismounted. Uh, apparently, those things don't happen if you're a tank, which, granted, us three would never know because we never play tanks. But if you're a ta- so if you're hit from the back, that's what causes it. So maybe it's just the mob density that when you run past a pack, there's so many things hitting you that it's more than usual, is my guess. So I don't know. I just assumed it had something to do with like what kind of CC abilities these things had, but I guess it's just how they hit you i think they just hit really hard because like we don't have the raid gear so i think it also might be based with that as well um it just feels like it's a lot more than normal like this 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 did not happen before this so i don't know well speaking of cc and being dismounted and things of the sort i am pulling heroism Cheer noise. If you are new to the podcast, Heroism is a game that we've started playing since Sweaty Gumbo stole our Time Warp game and has not returned since winning it. But anyways, every week we play Heroism now, which, like the, the spell in the game, is 40 seconds long, and the person who pulls it asks the other two, trivia question and they in 40 seconds name as many answers as they can and the one who has the highest score wins and the one with the lower score loses and has to consume some kind of alcoholic beverage okay are you two boys ready for this Chug-a-lug-lug. of course i was born so as i implied This week's trivia is about types of CC. So on my mark, name as many types of CC, crowd control, that you can. On your marks, get set, go. Sap. Um, 
Polymorph. Stormbolt. Stormbolt. Um, Storm Lasso. Hex. Uh, so these are like the things that appear on your screen, screen when they do to you. So it's, it's the type of it, not the spell itself. Um. Okay. Bullshit. <laughs> Stun. Um, yeah, Daze. Uh, immobilize. Oh, um, mind control. Frozen. Mind control? That was um, that, that counts? Uh, ooh, rooted. Rooted. Um, silence. Um, um, um. Birthday sex. Dead. Um, time. So, okay, I think slide won this because he named yeah. stun dis um oh crap i know sorry i think it's a tie then because i <gasps> miswrote something so slide got stun and rooted and aaron got polymorph and silenced not me so <laughs> only stun <laughs> <laughs> So, I guess we'll reopen this, and if you guys just keep going until you name one that I have on this list, whoever names one first will win. Ready, oh set, go. Um, Hex. Soul Trapped. Um, immobilized. Um, slept. slept. Okay, slept. Slept. side wins. With slept. The the go. ones that I had on this list were charmed, feared, stunned, incapacitated, slept, um, disarmed, polymorphed, banished, horror, rooted, and silenced. Holy shit, we miss a lot. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I, I just rely on polymorph. That's the only class I know that really CCs very much. Wait, but but your your dragon's breath does. Well, what oh, yeah, does that do? Is that incapacitated? Confused. Confused isn't one, right? So what does that? Uh, no. So it must be incapacitated then. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's in. I mean, I mean, no one ever hits me with it except for because I don't see other fire mages. But I guess that's what they do because they just kind of wander around in circles for a little bit. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. <laughs> My name is Aaron, and I love this game, and I can tell you exactly zero about anything in it, <laughs> even the class <laughs> or... that I played for three to four years at this point. What does my dragon's breath do? If I were not the <laughs> one asking the question, I would have known less. So cheers to that. Well, uh, <laughs> hold on, let me go. Oh, hang on, let me uh, let me clink. Okay. Uh, three. Bottoms up, boys. Two, one clink. Clink. <sighs> that one actually, admittedly, went down easy. Good old Malibu. Chubba rub rub baby. <laughs> Next week, the actual dungeon will open up, right? Fuck. Yeah, the dungeon and also Ashara's Eternal Palace raid will open next week, so that's exciting. I'm quite excited. Oh, oh, um, here's a something, because we were talking about essences. Have you guys, are you using the Silly Billy Mechagon trinket? Oh my god. Wait, the what? The what Mechagon trinket that you can have three punch oh, cards the, in. The the yeah the the punch cards. Have you guys been? I mean, you've played more than me this week. Have you gotten more than? So far, okay. I've only replaced one. So I have killed so many rares in Mechagon because each day you can kill a new rare, or each day you can kill the rare again. Um, 
and I have gotten so many punch cards, and all the cards I've gotten, they're all yellow. I have no blue punch card. So I have You don't have any blue? I have zero blue. I have approximately 12 yellows, and all the ones I looted were useless because then I, I got a blueprint where I could craft one. So I crafted a 415 yellow one. So I put that shit in, but now I'm just like, well, I got a yellow. I might have a red that I was given at the very beginning, but it's not a very good red. Not for Fire Mage or Frost Mage. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I feel that because I have exactly three punch cards. One of each color. So, like, I'm happy about that, but the stats one, is that the yellow one? I believe stat. yeah, yellow stats. Mm -hmm. so it's the most boring one that I have. Yeah, but the stats I have on it are my two worst stats. So, I'm like, this trinket is not good for me. No matter what else I have on the other ones, and the other ones, and the things that I have on the other ones are like, I'm not going to use this. They're like, first off, not healing ones, so I won't ever replace my current trinkets with this, regardless of the stats that I have in my other punch card. So I'm like, mm -hmm. well, eventually maybe this trinket will be worth something to me, but not now. What do you guys have as your blue slot? I'm so jealous. I'm 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 on the outside looking in on the blue slotters over here. Um, I want to say. My blue is not even a useful thing. It's like increases breath when underwater by five percent. Oh yeah, blue is the blue is the goofy slot. So like yeah. blue doesn't like do anything productive, but it gives eye level to the trinket, right? I'm pretty sure. Correct, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe. I mean, yeah. It it took it from from four hundred to four oh four, which I looked in the mirror and I said, that's technically better. And then, like, <laughs> t like word art came on screen, like, that's technically better. Better. What about you, Mean? Do you know what you have in your little blue slot? Your little fun slot? It was some kind of, like, speed boost of some kind, but, like, that combined with, like, my two worst stats combined with some other effect that I don't even remember because it was not helpful to me. Like, made for a trinket that was very unappealing to me. Yeah, yours sucks right now, sounds like. Sounds pretty bad. So, even on Mechagon, how we said how there's so many, like, hidden things, I've been seeing this this amazing staff show up, and it's called the, the, junkyard, the junkyard Motivator, and it's literally just a Tesla coil on a pole. It's the perfect gnome transmog, and it's become my new holy grail that I need to have. Um, so my crazy ass, on top of doing this rep grind and doing all this shit to get my gnome through Mechagon, I have sent my hunter through the portal, and I'm doing alt stuff right now. I need help. Please send help. <laughs> because, it, because it's an edgy <laughs> staff, right? The staff's only agility, so you can't get it on Wait, intellect. Wait, it is? Yes, it's only agi. So Then the Wowhead to... needs to update their thing with this very, like, so mage he's wearing the mage order hall outfit well, guy you can... who has it. Well, see, if I get it on my hunter and survival spec, I can use it as teamog on the mage, but you just mm -hmm. have to go through that extra hoop, because only people who can get agi staffs are monks druids. who are in yeah, druids. master druids and pharaoh and guardian and hunters in survival that's it that's literally oh, it 
Maybe Wigglestein will have to be the first gnome with it. That's what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe send him to the portal. Because all you have to do is kill Elite Rares Mechagon, and it'll drop this, this awesome transmog that is just it has consumed me. Because with this heritage armor that I have, having this coil, this big Tesla coil on my back, ugh, please, Ian, help. So is this any <laughs> rare in Mechagon drops this? It's only, it's uh, it's the elites. So silver portrait uh, dragon people. Drop it. I see, I see. Ugh, please give it to me. Okay. Oh, thank you. So we've come upon the penultimate moments of our show here. It is top toot, bottom boot, or medium moot slide. What is yours? So, my top toot is something I neglected to mention last week. <gasps> I have become one step closer with the Violet Proto Jake. I defeated Everything you the... say to me brings me one step closer to Jake, and he's about to fly. fly. Uh, I. I. It was the week before. It was the week that 8.2 was going to drop, and I was like, I have to finish everything in the fucking Midsummer Festival before 8.2 drops. Because I'll be damned if I'm going to go back and juggle torches when I could be getting rep for flying. Um, <laughs> so I hammered that shit out in two days, and let me tell you, Midsummer Festival fucking sucks. I hate it. It's probably my least favorite holiday so far, and I gathered chocolate eggs for Noble Garden. Like, ugh. There's there's a quest where you have to catch torches, and so you fling you fling a torch ahead of you, and then you just catch it, and then you have to like juggle it ten times, and I can't understand why it's a quest, but despite all of my struggling and all of my hatred for it, all I have to do now is Wintervale, so I just beat Wintervale in December, and I finally have the Violet Proto Jake. It'll so be a nice like year wrap up of one year of the show you'll get jake yeah and then forget about go. just five months baby five months <laughs> what about you mean what's your top two medium moot or bottom boo okay well since yours was something that you neglected to say last week mine will kind of be a look into what we might possibly talk about next week. And I am giving my bottom boo. Or maybe it's a medium boo. I guess I'm not decided yet. It's somewhere in between there. It's overall negative, I guess. It was the cinematic after the war campaign. It was my feelings towards the way that the Horde and the Alliance were talking with each other after the freeing of Bane in the war campaign. And I I just don't like the overarching feeling of maybe they're leading towards the Horde and Alliance working together again at the end of an expansion that's supposed to be Battle for Azeroth where the two of them fight to the death or them possibly hinting at the Horde and Alliance having like a permanent alliance with each other and not having any difference between the two factions. I just 
was not really feeling the way that this cinematic was pointing. Yeah, I feel that. Though we have one thing to look forward to, at least none of the people involved are actual leaders. They're just people who've come back or have been exiled from their life <laughs> as former leaders. Yeah, I guess that's true. And we will get more into this next week. I just felt like I needed to mention it because it's the thing that made me feel the strongest this week. There's so much to go through that I don't know how we can even do it all. Like, my mind is just flooded with so many thoughts of, like, things <laughs> to discuss. It's disgusting. So, yeah. Aaron, what is your TTBBMM of the week? Well, I'm going to have to serve my first medium moot. And it's a medium moot <gasps> on myself. I was doing the kill a crab and then kill a rare at the top of a spire quest that you do in Najatar today and I get up there at the same time as a Zandalari shaman who's got all his accoutrement out he was really wrecking and I said you know what it's unlike me but I don't want to fight this guy I just want to be kind so I slashed bowed I let him kill the boss and then I see him drink a potion that was the elixir of tongues he rolls up next to oh, me, shit. and he says, you are gay, and he typhoons <laughs> me off, and no. I, luck, luckily, luckily I blinked, but by the time I made it up there, piss and vinegar in my veins, a fire in my heart, he was gone, and I said, that's what you get, Aaron, <laughs> you almost died, that's what you get for being nice to the horde. <laughs> never be nice to those monsters you medium moot i mean and like as soon as pride month is over homophobia sets back in (laughs) it's yeah say what is it july 2nd as far as this recording and this man's out here being homophobic again get out of here get the fuck out of here so that was my medium moot of the week I feel like a real moot. <laughs> Medium moot. But yeah, I mean, I think that's about it for us. I don't have anything else to say, except I don't know how many of you out there know this. If you have a gnome, and that gnome has Gnomergon Exalted, and you do the heirloom quest, not only do you get heirloom armor, you get a sweet gnomish heirloom blight whistle. And if you use this flight whistle instead of the regular one, you get a beautiful Nomergon Royal Purple airplane that will pick you up and drop you off at your flight points. It's a way better skin than all the other losers' whistles out there. So, if you didn't know, now you know. Oh. When I, I hope when the normal Draenei heritage armor comes out, I get, like, a beam me up Zaddy Velen skin on it? I don't know. Oh my god, if you got the Vindicar, that'd be so fucking cool. I'm super excited for Gilneas, where you blow your flight whistle and just a different worgen will come up and be like, get on my back. And then you ride him like a surfboard. It's me, Jess Howlis, one of five named worgen in the game. Hop on my back. And then you just like... (laughs) That'd actually be kind of funny, though. That'd be sick. They could, like, Gralina Puppet Master you, carry you over there. (laughs) You want to go to a sexy puppet show? No. 
Oh. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, if you guys have any questions, complaints, anything you want to send to us, just email us at do not relent pod at gmail.com. Or you can tweet at us at do not relent pod. We've gotten some recent tweets, so hop it on the discussion and let us know what you're thinking. Uh, what about you guys? Where can I find you guys in the cyber world? You can find me, Alex, or Immunization on Twitter at New Era Alex. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at The Big Cheesy on Twitter. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Stay safe out there. Get that rep grinded. Get that flying going. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.